Our voices may be annoying, but they're our best quality. <laughs> this is Spoilers. This is Spoilers. Hey, welcome to Rick and Morty Spoilers. Hello. Hey there. With me tonight What's to up? spoil episode six, Rust hey. and Relaxation. Ricklaxation. We have Stevie. How's it going, Stevie? Doing pretty good. Pretty pumped that Notre Dame pulled out a victory on Saturday. How was your Labor Day weekend? It was good. Uh, just football season's back in full swing, so it's been pretty exciting for me. Speaking of Notre Dame, also recording from Goshen, Indiana, we have Josh. What's up, Josh? Yep, my only affiliation with Notre Dame is that I kind of live near it. Um, yep. And, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice nice segue though Pat. you mentioned our voices being annoying but i think this marks our first spoilers where we all have real microphones and hopefully the all our listeners out there appreciate that well i think they're most excited to hear the deep sensual tones of money mikey toller recorded in high fidelity what's up money how's your <laughs> labor day weekend microphone mike what up i love myself <laughs> uh, i'm good just uh, recovering from Labor Day. A lot of drinking. A lot of standing out in the sun. Dehydrated. Mm. <laughs> Last but not least, North Carolina. <laughs> we have Jordan. What's going on, Jordan? How was your weekend? Hey, guys. Oh, it was pretty good. Shot like 60 on nine holes of golf and got super sunburned today. 60? Shot a 60? Sun, so. Wow. Regular Arnold weekend. Palmer over here. <laughs> Is that a brag yeah, was, or is that just like it was, that's it was what a rough day in the <laughs> What's no, your handicap? No, honestly, poor. <laughs> lots, <laughs> infinity. <laughs> like I said, rough weekend. <laughs> like I said in the intro, we're recording episode <laughs> six. There was no new episode this weekend. Uh, this is Labor Day itself, but. Last week was the episode Rest and Relaxation. Let's see. So this episode opened up in the high school, and Rick kind of bursts in. And he, he started a meme right away with this quick adventure, 20 minutes in, 20 minutes out type deal. Uh, <laughs> th- this is one of my favorite intros of the season. Stevie, do you want to describe like kind of what happens in it? In the intro? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Morty's sitting in his locker. uh kind of eavesdropping on his giant crush Jessica and her kinky friends with the dopest where... look on his face dude the with Morty the lips are so look. funny like Morty gets his lips to just kind of like hang out when he's like confused I feel like a lot of the characters do that I don't know why that is but um protruding lips Je- yeah. Jessica's talking about how she's single now and Morty's freaking out screaming holy shit and trying to do his hair all done up and he walks over to Jessica and he just kind of pauses and freaks out. And that's when Rick comes along. He's like, hey, all of you, fuck off. Morty, come over here and drags him away. <laughs> and Morty is kind of just put out. He's kind of sick of, at this point, sick of running around with Rick. He's like, Rick, we talked about this. These are my high school years. You can't quit, you gotta quit uh, doing this. You said I could go to school and, today. Said, <laughs> <laughs> Before I needed you, Morty. <laughs> He's like, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, all I need you. 20 minutes, quick adventure, 20 minutes, all we need. And there's that quick black cut of six days later. And Rick has a giant beard. And Morty has like giant bags under his eyes. They're running away from these aliens. And um, I think what, what they explode this like giant. 
Yeah, it looks know, like a lobster it, type thing. Like a, yeah, you, like they hit the core, ex- explode out. And when they get back to the station after being celebrated by these people that look like Snoopy bloopers um, <laughs> or Scroopy snoopers, whichever one you want to go with, uh, Morty just kind of breaks down in this panic attack and starts crying. And Rick is screaming about how much he hates himself and they just need a break. This is one of my favorite parts because uh, I love the Morty scream. It's done in a lot of episodes, but not everyone. But anytime Morty can just be constantly doing that high pitched screen scream, it's hilarious to me. Well, I love how slow that like little scene builds too, because they, like they walk up to their car all slow, they open the doors, and the bottles <laughs> always fall out of the car, and they sit there. And that was after their adventure takes place in like a quick, snappy, like ten second montage. Like you're dropped right in the middle of the action, like bam, bam, explosion, bam, yeah. bam, being celebrated. You get, like, Two and wars, then, of, two seconds of like a Star Wars celebration type. Scene. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so they walk over the car real slow and then all of a sudden they start screaming and crying. I really like this part when like Rick admits that he like wasn't in control and that he was freaked <laughs> out too. That's like a really rare moment for him. Look at my hands, Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you admit this was a bad idea? High pitched scream. And they're both just like wailing and crying and like <laughs> this is like a low point for them, I guess. Morty says something like, So why would you make us do this? He's and Rick's like, I don't know, maybe I want to kill myself. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'm out of control. <laughs> but so that's all before the opening title sequence and what this episode ends up being about is them seeking this rest and relaxation. Uh so then they go to a spa scene. Uh, Jordan, you want to talk about what was in that spa scene? Like they're getting puked up by plants and other stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we kind of jump back into the action. They're coming out of some kind of creature that eats up other creatures and spits them back out (laughs) after like massaging them in purple goo, I guess. Um, And then they're walking down a hallway and they get introduced to like this detoxifier by a an alien who Rick then uh, verbally accosts <laughs> and <laughs> and then they hop into the detoxifier and it explodes leading to what we soon learn is like a separation of toxic Morty and Rick versus regular Morty and Rick. Healthy Morty and Rick. Um, <laughs> healthy. Yeah, yeah, healthy. And so pretty soon it's kind of like the plot kind of diverges from there, I guess. I liked when Morty asks if they're in hell. When they're in the toxic place. (laughs) (laughs) And Rick's answer to that is, no, you stupid freaking idiot. Hell is fake. (laughs) This is real. (laughs) There's a few religion bashing parts of this. Jordan, you hit on another one, but we're not there yet. So, Well, yeah, so like Jordan was saying, sorry, I think I had a bunch of snot in the back of my throat just now, just like the... (laughs) (laughs) Um... <laughs> but uh, yeah, so as Jordan was saying, that their, their paths kind of diverge, and as healthy Morty and Rick are flying back to Earth, they had one of my favorite parts of the entire episode. They're, they're scanning the radio, and then the song's playing now in the background as we push the limits of fair use. But Mikey, do you want to talk about the Terry Folds song? <laughs> <laughs> the Terry Folds is at the very end of the episode, it, but they have it at this part too, right? Don't they? Yeah, yeah. it's on the radio. Oh, yeah. is it? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they. Uh, they're tuning the radio, and Morty kind of randomly finds this song on the radio, and uh, Rick is 
Rick is kind of like, hey, what's that song? And Morty's like, oh, I just uh, just found it on random. I just randomly found it. And they kind of have like this little banter back and forth where it's like a totally normal conversation and they show that they love and appreciate each other, which is totally out of character <laughs> for both of them. And uh, they kind of go, Rick kind of goes on a tangent about how he wishes he could find a algorithm for happiness or something he's trying to calculate happiness in his and life and he's like if anybody could do it you could <laughs> yeah they have like a real hallmark <laughs> moment and it's really gross and disgusting compared to the, com- the characters that we know and, and i love that too because then it's like smash cut to toxic rick and he's going i just invented a new fucking more element morty you think god could do this <laughs> stupid son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> as morty's like perfecting his pottery in hell <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting to me because I like the whole conversation that Mikey touched on. I was like, this is pretty weird. The part that got me the most was probably when Rick burped and says, Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh shit, so- something's really up here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this next middle part of the episode really focuses back on the healthy Rick and Morty. So we see uh, Morty and Mr. Goldenfold's class uh, making some kind of denominator joke that gets class canceled because it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I have an I have in my notes here something about that scene really quick that uh-huh. um, if we put if Same. we put a screenshot on our Instagram I think it should be of like just the random high schoolers that are in his class <laughs> they're so there weird some, looking yeah there's <laughs> some nasty weird <laughs> goblin motherfuckers in there <laughs> <laughs> remember one was like bald with a skinny neck and a giant head or something one was like the one that's just pure hideousness i I think i know what you're talking about but even like the jock with a big stain on his shirt and like the too tight letter jacket um kind of reminds me of beavis on butthead but i'll definitely take a screenshot and try to share it with you guys here pretty soon because there's one guy i think pappy you're talking about him he's like a goblin he's so gross <laughs> yeah, definitely take a screenshot of that. But like the main point of this high school scene is we get a little bit of information that healthy Rick has come into contact with toxic Rick and they're gonna set that up for later. And then Morty asks Jessica out on a date and uh I think pretty much the scene after this is that date. It's one of my favorite scenes of the whole episode. Josh, can you describe Morty's behavior during the date and what healthy Morty is like? go out with. Uh, he's like <laughs> holy shit and i guess it kind of <laughs> goes further but he's kind of like a, a wolf of wall street real slick kind of guy um he's like coked never, up pretty much yeah and he never shuts up he never shuts up and he doesn't let jessica talk and he really like kind of puts her off right away he's talking about like there's like a carrots joke in there that i didn't really get he also is asking about if the kale is prepared in the kitchen he's like going <laughs> off did you get the carrots? Is this okay? What was the carrots joke? <laughs> the carrots joke? I just she mispronounced it or something, right? She called him. I think like, it was carrot. just kind of showing a way that like Morty was like douchey about being organic and whatnot. I think that was kind of like the running joke throughout the episode. He's like, "Oh, is this organic? I hope so." Yeah. So like on the surface, he's like super confident and attractive, but actually Morty like he has no vulnerability, so he's like always. Yeah, he seems like coked up. I think that's the best way to Morty describe it. Morty needs those toxins. <laughs> <laughs> this is also like the second time, too, someone brings up their smartphone 
And Morty says something like, oh, yeah, I downgraded to a clamshell. <laughs> <laughs> if a conversation's worth having, you can look someone in the eyes and have it or some, like, new he, age. He tries to he tries to swipe uh, Jessica's phone out of her hand at the same time, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't need that. I downgraded, yeah. <laughs> so then Jessica leaves. She just tells him the truth. They're like, hey, um, you'd get bored with me or something. And then Morty goes up to the bar and he... Uh, <laughs> He like picks up this girl who like looks to be in her mid thirties, and he says he says something like uh, like wonder what it takes to please you, like full time, part time. I want to be good at it, bad at it. Or I want to get I wanna be promoted. Corner office, hostile Corner takeover. Office. <laughs> I'm on my knees, begging, praying, worshiping. Whatever you want, <laughs> you think about that. She's like, what did she say? Like fuck it or something? Yeah. And he goes, Tink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I actually sent you guys two pictures of the classroom. Um, I think it's fairly obvious who the ugliest kid in class is. <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, this has to go up on my Instagram. <laughs> so they go back to the garage, and then they like trick her to coming to switching with the toxic Rick and Morty into the real world and this battle sequence takes place uh did anybody like have anything from that battle sequence that stuck out did you catch the uh thing that morty said when he was walking back with her towards the garage if they knew anything about benoit technologies i heard him say that That what what is that reference i looked that up and it's a reference to it's like uh wouldn't call it a toy as much as a device that's used for like vaginal tightening how does it work? Jesus Christ. I have no idea. None idea. How, how, but... how do you spell that, Stevie? But, yeah. but uh, I think it was just kind of the running joke that she's much older and a little kinkier than Morty thought. Morty's walking into the garage like, I don't know, let's ask my grandpa about Benoit balls <laughs> yeah. or something. Benoit. <laughs> He's a scientist. Pappy, getting back to your question, there's two parts that I really like. Just how both Ricks have so many, like weapons hidden around the house and and then how they both end up fighting each other naked with like a little blur on, on the ball sack the whole time like for a i think it's like almost half of this episode toxic rick and regular rick are both just buck naked dude the way that they get that way is pretty fucked up too like the weapon that they end up using which is like a a gun with a syringe in it and they like <laughs> suck out their own life force and shoot it into something else <laughs> And it, it immediately kills that being and like a little baby hatches out and ages into adult Rick in like 0.3 seconds. I love how like, baby Rick and adult like and 70 year old Rick have the same hair. <laughs> so Benoit balls, also known as orgasm balls, oh boy. are small. Are small <laughs> Pap was waiting. Marble sized balls, usually hollow, containing a small weight that roll around and are used for sexual stimulation by insertion into the vagina. Available in a variety of forms, the balls may be solid or contain <laughs> clappers or chimes within. Are we going to have to get Spoiler Man to add this to our shout-outs at the end? <laughs> it's lit. Look, if anyone out there is producing Ben Wah balls and wants to sponsor our podcast, our number is 903-776-4507. Please reach out to us. Promo code spoilers. So where we left off in the episode 
was they had this big action <laughs> sequence. Uh, Morty gets the uh, device and they fly away to a moon tower. Um, Rick figures out that the toxins are based on the individual user's preference. So then he slaps Morty, realizes he doesn't have any feelings for that Morty. And then they fly to the moon tower. Rick becomes whole. And then Morty flies off and does his uh, tiny American psycho type bit. Does anyone want to describe that last little Glengarry, Glen Ross type scene at the end? Uh, yeah, Morty, it's like fast forwards three or four weeks or something. And Morty is living in a high rise in New York City. He's like a Wall Street banker. And he's become really successful over like a few weeks. And he has a hot, red-headed girlfriend who he's uh, about to go out on a date with, or he's cooking dinner for or something. And Jessica calls him and uh, kind of, what what does she ask him? She's kind of asking, like, if he's happy or if he's coming back and stuff like that. And Morty is kind of... Uh, kind of saying he's happy enough and he's kind of moved on from Jessica and he doesn't really see them getting together anymore at this point. And so uh, he's he's done talking to Jessica and he's talking to his new girlfriend who looks a lot like Jessica. We're older and like more uh, metropolitan. Yeah. Like... Whorish. And uh, I guess Rick was kind of tracing his phone call during that time and i had a problem with that because like he just, does he just intentionally forget to hang up or like what he knows rick's tracing the like call. A, so he's i don't know i was reading like i was reading like some theories where like he was doing it so jessica could hear because he hasn't really moved on so he wanted to make her jealous and stuff like that but i don't know i was seeing a lot of different theories for someone who just sold a million and a half of biotech at 33, he didn't seem like <laughs> yeah. as cunning as we had seen him be earlier. But so yeah, so these like transformer bots fly in and then tie him up. Josh, you guys say Voltron. something? Voltron. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I I think you glossed over the part before that where um, Rick finds out that Toxic Rick's weakness is Morty, and it kind of oh, goes yeah. a, a against point. what you're gonna think because. Toxic Rick is evil Rick, right? But you kind of find out that Rick, I guess, thinks part of his toxicity is his attachment to his grandson. <laughs> so it's kind of fucked up, as usual. There's It can never be just like Rick is happy with Morty ever. There's always got to be some <laughs> sick twist to it. Well, I thought that plot point was weird, too, because he definitely likes his daughter and Summer, too. Like He's like, oh, I'll go make us some... Basil and make some scallopini. Exactly, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> but then also, um, after healthy Rick takes Toxic Rick back in, um, it, there's a moment there where like Toxic Rick makes the whole world covered in toxicity, and we get a moment where like you see the inside of a church, and they change from a church to like the toxic version of a church. It's an and, orgy. Yeah, they just start like making out and like doing really bad things and then i think this is from a simpsons episode there's like this really famous like scene from the simpsons where um like the end is nigh and there's like a meteor about to hit and they see like all these people running to um the church and then running to like the bar 
And then when they find out that like the meteor is like not going to hit, like all the people from the bar run into the church and then all the people from the church run into the bar or something like that. And mm, I didn't expl- okay. I didn't explain that very well. Um, it's also in the Simpsons movie when the dome is coming over Springfield. Simpsons did it. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of, but like, yeah, basically the joke is that here in Rick and Morty, there's people eating in salad works. And when the toxicity comes <laughs> over, they all leave salad works and go to Sabaro. I love that he's the name brand too. <laughs> <laughs> and actually I rewound it. And if you watch carefully, when it turns into there's the, the toxic world, there's one person that leaves Sabaro and, <laughs> and goes, goes and dumpster. starts eating to the dump. <laughs> <laughs> that really reminds me of uh, last episode when Rick Pickle Rick shames the Russian mob by recycling <laughs> their glassware. Well, speaking speaking of last episode, we had said that it was the darkest joke to this point, but there's one more scene that we see when the world goes toxics, and I think Mikey said this is the new darkest point of... The children's party? Yeah. It was similar to uh, the Whirly Dirly joke where a little kid kills his sister and the invulnerability invul- shield kind of goes away and he really kills her for real. Uh, but this week, uh, the toxicity takes over um, and all these little kids are at a birthday party and they just start killing the clown. <laughs> and the clown, <laughs> while he's being murdered, is like, you were all a mistake. Santa Claus isn't um, real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when uh, the toxicity is taken away and everything is kind of cleared up, uh, the kids are like standing over their dead parents and like there's blood covered pool. Or yeah, whatever. kids have killed kids. There's barbed yeah. wire pets. <laughs> <laughs> everything has gone completely haywire at this birthday party. They've like dismantled a clown like completely. Um, going back to that Simpsons thing really quick, I just looked up the the scene and there's like a meteorite coming down and it creates a shadow and everyone from the church runs out and takes solace in the bar to go drink it. And then all the people in the bar like go to take solace in religion. So that's like the Simpsons joke. I just wanted to clear that up. There's probably people that are thinking I messed that up. So. Well, I'm glad we came back to that part, though, because that was definitely the climax of the episode. Nothing else really happens towards the end. We do have the end credit scene of uh, Stacy, the girl Rick picked up, or Morty picked up at the bar, coming back into reality by accident through the moon tower and yelling the safe word, which was sea cucumber. cucumber. And that's how the episode ends properly. Uh, th- there is one other part, too, that I want to touch on quickly before we get our yes or no. So, Mikey, this is where the uh, uh, Foldy Flap song comes into its full. I asked you earlier, to just, can, you, can you describe the song proper itself? Because it's on Spotify, it's on SoundCloud, it's on wherever you can find songs. And it's so fucking funny. All right, if you haven't listened to Terry Fold... You should go on Spotify and type it in. Um, it's just Justin Roiland, the voice actor for this show. He's uh, kind of just freestyling. He's not rapping, but he's kind of just like making these lyrics up as he goes along. <laughs> and uh, 
I looked it up and the band is called Chaos Chaos and they're kind of like backing him up and like providing like the music for this song. Uh, I think it's actually like a really catchy tune and I've listened to it probably like a dozen times since this episode came out. I want to take you to the Terry Fold dance. Want to come with me? You can grab my holdy folds. Squeeze them tight. You son of a bitch. Suck my holdy flappy folds. Lick my flappy foldy holds. My Terry flaps in your mouth. Suck my flaps, you piece of shit. Fuck you. You stupid dumb motherfucking bitch. Hey, grab my Terry flaps. Gonna eat those toldy folds. Uh, but uh, it's hilarious. He's kind of singing about foldy flaps and Terry folds. I'm assuming is a body part on some alien. Uh, but and it, the song really doesn't make any sense. And as as the tune goes on, too, he sounds more like a a coked up guy trying to pick up a hooker. He's like super frustrated, like. It's like my flaps, you piece of shit. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you get so like it's like a romantic song, but he gets increasingly frustrated by the the woman he's trying to pick up. Like <laughs> it's so bad. God. Isn't there an Funny episode shit. of South Park where there's two aliens telling each other to suck on my blah 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 what's it? And it's like really graphic. Sounds like it could almost be like a soundtrack to oh. that. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jordan? Yeah, vaguely. I can't remember what episode it is though. Yes, suck my jag on. Googling Jew aliens South Park. <laughs> they were Jewish aliens. <laughs> oh, is that where uh, the reality TV show Earth is going to get canceled? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mikey, let's go ahead and get your yes or no's for Rick and Morty. What do you think about episode six, Rest and Relaxation? Uh, I don't even know why I come on these Rick and Morty episodes because I'm a yes for everything for all of these episodes and I love this episode uh, especially more because we got the Terry Fold song at the end so I loved Toxic Morty he's it kind of shows what all of the things are holding these characters back their toxicity and Morty's is kind of like severe insecurity and he's just not confident in himself and his toxic character just cracked me up I love this episode. I'd give it a yes. Well, Mikey, I'm glad you do come on these episodes. I think you add a lot, even though they're usually the contrarian. Um, our other contrarian for Game of Thrones, Stevie, this should be right up your alley. It's a Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> what did you think about episode six? I love this episode. It's my favorite of the season. And uh, probably, uh, well, it's easy top ten, probably top five episode all time. Um, it's a classic Rick and Morty episode. Uh, I thought there were some good uh, callbacks to Lawnmower Dog, especially when Miss Pancake says, you do know me, and Summer kind of drops, you know, it's kind of a jaw-dropping moment before Naked Rick gets thrown through the window. And also the song Terry Folds, I don't know why, but I just kept thinking about Scary Terry and uh, Mr. Goldenfold, but that's just it from that. <laughs> that's pretty and uh, yeah, I just, I thought it was cool how... Rick thinks his relationship with Morty is extremely toxic, whereas Morty thinks his relationship with uh, Rick is healthy. So 
just a funny, great episode where Rick and Morty are actually together. And it's an episode solely like aimed at them. So definite yes. Let's keep it in Indiana. Josh, what do you think? Ah, uh, man, Mikey's not alone. I think every... I mean, Rick and Morty is just so great. This is a yes. I will say, though, to be a little bit contrarian here, like I think this is one of the weaker ones of the season and by far my favorite of the season, honestly. And I'm not saying this just to piss Stevie off. has got to be Pickle Rick. I think that's going to stick in my memory for a long time. A lot of things about that episode. But anyway, this... This episode's hilarious. Many laugh out loud moments and again like they just do such a great job of exploring these two characters and you keep finding out new stuff about them in really hilarious ways. So give it an A and a yes. Yeah, it's it's tough for me to rank this. I'd say it's probably one of my favorites of the year too. Um this show just doesn't ever disappoint so it's going to take a little time for me to say where i think this is going to rank overall it's definitely one of my favorites but i said about like almost every episode like mikey said so guess for me and then last but not least let's go east to north carolina jordan what do you give this is it preserved oh yeah it's going to be preserved to be honest the first time i saw this episode i didn't really like it um i think (laughs) i was too binged out uh that day on TV, I, we we just got done with the, we we just got done with the red wedding the other day, and I think I watched this after that. It was just it was just a little bit too much. Um, I don't think it's the best one of the season. I think Pickle Rick and Rick Shank Redemption are probably my top two of the season. This falls somewhere below that, but it's really good. Um, I love the Golden Fold, um, the te- the teacher scene when he gets like roasted by by morty and he's like <laughs> i'd come down on you but this seems like a positive turn for your character so class dismissed <laughs> golden fold cracks my shit up all right um, morty yeah <laughs> but yeah it's it's a yes for sure um the season continues to be very very solid in every way and plus terry folds so there you have it five yeses uh episode six season three is preserved take it away spoiler man Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcastspoilers. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Please don't forget to leave us a review. That was Spoilers. Benoit Technology. Did we mention on the Pickle Rick episode that Jaguar was played by Danny Trejo? He's beco- he's becoming one of our most popular actors on spoilers I'd say